Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity, and life in a northern town. You'll find show notes at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. You can leave a comment. You can sign up for my patron site. You can purchase a virtual cup of coffee or even sign up for the newsletter. Come back weekly and we'll chat. My name is Vicki and welcome to the podcast. September 15th. I just want to say that since we chatted last, I have been on the hot mess express. Oh my gosh, I got COVID again. I have been pretty much down and out for over two weeks. This week, I had three days off from work, had the big plans to go to the Grand Rapid quilt show. No, that's not going to happen. I am not strong enough. So I did something that I thought I would share with you because I think that a lot of people always question, well, how did you find out about this stuff? Um, the last couple of weeks, I have been taking a lot of free classes. Yes, free classes. Did you know that you can take a ton of free classes on the internet? I see a lot of them as uh, advertisements on Facebook or Instagram. I get them in emails from people. Um, sign up for this free class. Sometimes if you sign up for their newsletter, you'll get like a one hour free class. Um, I've done that with craft people. Uh, summits like this week was the great five day get organized HQ sponsored um, virtual event. And I signed up for it because I saw Diane in Denmark talk about it. Kaz from Clutterbug talked about it. So I'm like, what the heck? I'll sign up for it. And, you know, the whole point is you're not going to be able to watch all of the classes. So what they want you to do is to buy a free pass, an all access pass. This had so much going on. There's no way you could watch all of them. I've done this in the past too, if you remember with Cricut Summits or Cricut Craft Fest sponsored by different Cricut makers. And I want to tell you, I just also signed up for a class that I'm going to watch this afternoon from our local community college. They did a class on habits. So they recorded it on Zoom. You could watch it on Zoom during the event, but I couldn't because it was during my work hours. On the one day I did work this last week, <laughs> and I'm going to watch it this afternoon now that I'm home on my staycation. So sign up for them. The, they really aren't spams most of the time. If You just get on an email list, and if you get going along and you decide that that is not something you want to get from them anymore, unsubscribe. And if they won't unsubscribe, which I've had a few accounts do that, I block them. So um, definitely sign up for free classes. The other thing is I sign up for emails for a few people like the ones I mentioned because I really like their content and they tell you about these well in advance. 
Um, Michaels. Now you gotta be careful with Michaels. They'll tell you when free classes are coming or their new classes, but man, they can spam you with email. So some accounts like that, you might want to put them on a burner account that you only check like maybe once a week. So definitely worth it. I have learned so much and I saved myself so much money and because um, I didn't have to, number one, buy all the supplies and go take a class. Like I saw one class at our local quilt shop. It was a great deal. The class was a great deal. But I decided not to take this $15 class, plus you had to spend $20 for the supplies because it was embroidering on a quilt block and then learning how to tint it, which sounded cool, but then I got, I almost got the FOMO on it, right? The fear of missing out. Then I thought, you know what? I don't, don't think I would ever do it. And if you look enough, you can find classes that might have something similar um, online for free. Now, the whole downside of that is you're not in a classroom situation with a bunch of people. I mean, there are times where I will spend the money and take class with a friend because I want to go and have it is really more of, of an experience or a social event. But if you're like me, this year especially, the budget got a little bit tighter work for my husband's been a little bit thinner over the last couple of winters and everything um, has increased, right? So we need to be frugal with our dollars. So I am shopping my stash first, but I talked last time about not settling, but I also am careful about the fabrics that I buy. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. But do join these free summits. Most of them are lots of speakers in a short period of time. And then you have 24 hours to watch their video. And you pick and choose the ones that you want to watch. I've learned so much this week. But I also watched quite a few people and went, oh, this is like for a mom with small children. Been there, done that. Bought the t-shirt. Don't need to hear that. I really enjoyed the empty nesters presentations. I really enjoyed, there was a presentation on how to use an online organizing website with free content called, it's like a project management, um, Trello. I believe it or not, have an account, signed up for years ago and couldn't figure out how to use it. Well, I know now. And the other part is, it's really more about inspiration, motivation, and momentum. And that's what I find. And other things that you can sign up for free, you can test the waters by just watching like a craft class and go, you know, I will never do that. Or wow, that really looks inspiring and interesting. I'm going to give that a shot. And then you just go through periodically and you clean out your email um, newsletter subscriptions or you go through and you reset your algorithm on Instagram or Facebook. And, you know, if these are people that as you get going along and you're like, I do not like the content they're presenting because it just doesn't jive with what I'm looking for. You did a presentation at the summit or a class that I loved, but I don't like your main focus. Like, I don't follow mom blogs anymore because our mom 
um, YouTubers because I don't have small children and it doesn't really interest me. But sometimes they have great content on other like these summits. So that's what I've been doing. And I am super, super glad that two weeks ago, remember I got on the big um, motivation after kind of watching Diane in Denmark again and getting back into the fly lady system of the two weekends where I spent power hours cleaning the house and deep cleaning. I mean, deep cleaning and dusting because I felt good. Oh, so glad because the last few weeks I've been doing the priorities, you know, the dirty areas of the house that get, uh, need tidying a little more often and because they're gross, things like kitchens, bathroom, laundry. And then as I got feeling better, I did spend a little bit of time because I realized I can do most anything, even when I'm not feeling great for five or 10 minutes. And I've can't believe how much I got done, even when I'm not feeling well. And I'm just having to learn to preserve the energy in the battery, so to speak. And when it, the battery energy drains too low, I just slow down and don't do as much, do a little more self-care and slow down even at work. If I have to, I have the luxury of being able to do that in my job. And I'm so glad I orchestrated my life like this years ago with the current position I have. And it's a mile from my house. I can work from home two to three half days a week. So it's great. And I've had enough paid time off where I haven't worked much in the last three weeks and I've been paid for it. So it's great. Now, what did I do? I mean, I picked like glaring hot spots and I went with some of the zones that the fly lady had where you were deep cleaning and decluttering not the power cleaning as much in all of these areas all the time that's not the point of the fly lady system but I don't have to think about it so this week I went through um, we used to be our home office it's now houses a calyx system for our laundry and are basically functions as a large, it's like a bookcase with pull-out bins. And that's where we put our clothes. It's downstairs. It's unorthodox. It's not in traditional dressers. And that's okay. It works for us. And that's the whole point. You got to make your house and your habits work for you. And it also now houses my plants and all of our musical instruments and I haven't got to the closet that has a lot of memorabilia and things in it, but I will slowly work on that. I went through some of the clothes and I went through the trash in that room, boxes, bins, things that are not put away. My husband's Highland Games stuff he has in a certain area and I just kind of tidied it up a little bit at a time. I did the same with our bedroom. A couple weeks ago, I went through the kitchen and, and the other thing I'm, I'm finding is that it's called a uh, fly lady is pick it up and put it away. If you see it and you're walking through the house, say once or twice a day for five minutes and it's out of place, you pick it up and put it away. It takes just a couple minutes versus, oh, this drudgery of an hour. So that's what I've been doing and, um, pacing myself, but then I got feeling 
better and restless, like, oh man, I really want to, really want to do something. So I'm um, cross stitch. I've been able to do that, sat in my little chair and I've been working on most dedicated on the free pattern that I downloaded. See, I'm really, really look for these free patterns online. And I like the downloadables because I don't have to deal with books and paper patterns. You print them off um, if you need to. Some people can see them on a tablet. I can't. I need to print them off and then throw the papers away when you're done. Or recycle the paper, however you do it. And um, it's the Haunted Halloween. Uh, it was a mystery in July. I've seen the full reveal and it's most adorable. It's a um, like a full moon and in front of the moon it has the words haunted Halloween and in one corner is a tombstone the other corner is a bat one corner is a pumpkin and another corner is a black cat it's really adorable and I bought um, some pistachio fabric flare I think eight of 14 count um, it was the called for fabric in the pattern anyway and I was very excited. I had to wait. It was a little splurge. I got a gift certificate and bought this beautiful, beautiful fabric. And I'm about 30% done. I have not worked on the temperature cross stitch at all. Um, and that's okay because by the time I'm done, it takes a lot of brain power actually to do it, even though the stitching is easy. I got to look it up. I got to log the temperatures, the high temperatures for every day. I've got to do, you know, a lot of that kind of busy work. And I just haven't been up to doing that. And then you find the color and then you stitch the half square triangle. But it's easy to catch up on. So I am a couple of weeks behind on it, but that's that's okay. And I got invited to join Fat Quarter Shop's Stitch Along by Fat Quarter Shop to do the autumn ornament stitch along in October for Stitchtober. I'm very excited and um, they're in little, um, the ornaments are a little tart tin looking um, finishing. Um, that's how you finish it. And you, they're three inch fall themed little cross stitch. They're so cute and they look adorable in a tear tray. And I have a tear tray on my dining room table that I change out with the seasons. So there's 12 of them and I my goal is to get six of them done in, in the tart tins and then the other six I just want to stitch and maybe I can get all 12 done, but that's pretty ambitious for October. But they are small. <laughs> Let's see if I can do six. They I will eventually stitch all 12 because they are super cute. The other thing that um, I have done in the last two weeks is that I needed a super simple pattern. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube because I don't like sitting in the house alone. Um, my husband works a lot of hours now. Right now he's working lots. And so I'm turning on some of my favorite um, quilters, crafters, stitchers, organizers on YouTube and I've been watching Pat Sloan every morning, Monday through Friday. I can't believe she does that. It's fun. Kind of gets me motivated to get going for the day. And Kimberly Jolly did a tutorial and they have a free pattern called Layer Cake Loop. And I'm like, 
I don't normally have layer cakes, but I do have one. And I've been sitting on it for about three years. I did some work for a quilt shop in, in payment. They gave me a gift certificate and I bought a tulip pink layer cake. It was all sewing themed and it has, you know, large, bright colored prints. And I didn't know what to do with it. I was stumped. I loved the fabric, but had no idea. And this was a super simple pattern. You cut the layer cake into four pieces and you sew it together. I power, power stitched it one afternoon. I was feeling really good and I did it in two hours. So if you're looking for a fast and easy pattern, it is great. Layer cake loop. Um, it's really a good pattern suited for large, bold layer cakes that maybe you're stuck on what to do. Kind of makes a mosaic looking type of a quilt. And I love it. It was quick. It was easy. Straight chain piecing sewing. I watched your tutorial though because I've never been good at chain piecing and Kimberly Jolly makes it look so easy and she shows that there is a method to it. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was so scrappy spools. So if you remember about the last month and on the last podcast, I did talk about me really not being 100% happy with the choices I made from shopping my stash on the background and the spools part for the So Scrappy Spools, a pattern by Lori Holt. And it is a current sew along, quilt along with Fat Quarter Shop monthly. It's a year long project. And I scoured the internet and I went to the local quilt shop looking for a medium tan. And I found a burlap color on a Halo Inspirations website, Anacona White. I bought the last time I was at her shop in July. And I was um, hesitant. I didn't know if it was enough contrast. But... The problem with the dark spools is that it did detract from the sampler five and a half inch blocks that you spend a lot of time piecing. It takes the focus away from them. And I had someone with a better art background explain to me why I may not be happy with those choices. Um, and a person on my Facebook group. And you know what? The simple changes made all the difference. I bought more than I needed on the background of that particular quilt um, color for both the spool background and the spool tops just because then they're great um, blenders to go with other backgrounds and mediums. I didn't have a lot of mediums in my stash. So very happy with those choices and I was on a roll with chain piecing from my lessons of the layer cake loop. And I'm like, hmm, why don't I make a test run to see if I like these two fabrics as a completed block with the spool top in the background. And then it was so easy to do because it's all straight stitching. 
I was able to catch up and do all the background on all of the blocks, except for I think I have four left. And I can't believe I was able to do that. But you could sit down. Um, I could sit in a chair for 20 minutes and then get up and <laughs> didn't have to think too hard about how to puzzle together uh, a block or think too hard about cutting directions because it was the same thing over and over in a production line assembly line fashion in a production there that's what I'm trying to say and I have all the blocks I'm ready to sash and do cornerstones after we do the eight blocks we only have eight blocks left it'll be four of a broken dishes and four of a little snowball block um, in the pattern and then we'll be joining all of our rows up and I'm so excited I kept up, even though I was sick, even though um, there were days where I had the long COVID problems, I had brain fog. I'm so proud of myself. And I had COVID again, and I was able to work through this pattern, taking my time, letting go of the thought that I have to do a certain level of production and just enjoy the process. However, halfway through, moral of the story is when you're shopping your stash, if you don't like the background or something in it, go ahead and give yourself permission to take a couple dollars and buy what you know you're going to like. So I've been working on that. And then September's Quilt Along started and I was gifted with the seasonal stitchy stars from a friend who had two copies of it and September is the month they are doing the fall colorway it's seven stars that Lori Holt has featured in patterns and she did the stitchy stars as a cross stitch pattern last year which I did do that one in the Christmas colorway in a cross stitch it's lovely and I would like to do it in a drum but I haven't got enough nerve to turn that cross stitch in a drum in fact I haven't finished many of the stitching's done but the final finish on the cross stitch is not done eh, I'll do it it'll happen someday it's not the point I needed the meditative uh, rehabilitation of my brain doing those projects same with quilting um, you know so what I did is I shot my stash and I thought you know what that background that I had picked, the thatched beige, and that dark brown will be perfect for the seasonal stitchy stars. It's really a Thanksgiving palette that I pulled. A bright orange, cranberry red burgundy, an olivey green with that dark brown in the beige. It looks like a traditional Thanksgiving to me. Fall colors, Thanksgiving look. So I'm very happy. I took my time over the last couple weeks, well, starting, yeah, two weeks, starting the first part of September, and started piecing these stars. I have four done. They are not for the faint-hearted. This is not easy. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, Lori Holt put stars together in a little bit different fashion than I have learned and I followed exactly what she said 
I did not change anything in the pattern. I did it step by step exactly. It was beautiful pictures, color pattern, totally worth buying her patterns. Now, did I have all of my points come out perfectly? No, I did not. A couple of them did not. Um, a couple times, uh, maybe not 100% square up the block or trim it down exactly. I may have forgotten that step. But you know what? They are good enough for me on a table runner. They look great. I love this so much. Now you can, she has it colored for all four seasons, but I am not going to do four months in a row of this. I may do another set of these stars again in the spring for spring colors. I may rifle through and see what Christmas fabrics I have left and do one for a holiday, Christmas holiday colorway but not following it four months in a row doing nothing but these stars. It's got really an adorable layout with like a dash um, that goes all the way around the border. It's not a solid border before the final border. It's like dashed. It's really cute. So if you would like a fun project, but maybe a little bit more challenging. So I'd say So Scrappy Spools is easy beginner friendly to begin you know a confident beginner to seasonal seasonal stitchy stars is probably more of an intermediate and you cannot power through it I've thoroughly enjoyed working on that and then remember I said Pat Sloan was um, doing daily videos and I've been watching them pretty much now for a few weeks so she started a pumpkin Tuesday. Um, she's got several projects going there. Adorable. She's doing a Lori Holt um, vintage farm girl sew along. She's doing a dachshund quilt that's really cute. Now these are all quilts you have to buy but Pat Sloan is known for all of her sew alongs with free patterns. That's another great website. Most of them are still available and you could download um, many of her patterns and she is a fabulous pattern writer and she said I'm doing pumpkins on Tuesdays she showed two different pumpkin patterns that she has that she's going to work on and she said of course you don't have to you can do your own pumpkin pattern many of us have them floating around and we've just have never done anything to it well I have Lori Holt's book from last year that I got for Christmas the scrappiness is happiness book and yes, it has a pumpkin quilt that I wanted to start this fall. I didn't want to make it as big as what she had. I want to go with that thought. Remember, uh, Riley Blake had the door quilts. Well, I have an oversized door at work. It's a big metal door. And where I work used to be a hospital. So they're kind of big hospital doors. And it can hold a quilt that's three feet across and probably three and a half feet long and they're calling them door banners I think at Riley Blake and they're mostly applique and they were $50 a month and I just could not justify that I don't have that kind of money for my budget but I sure have a lot of patterns and I wrote out my dream of 12 different seasonal themed quilt for a door in that size and pumpkins is one and so I was inspired because these pumpkins are super cute and super easy. 
So it's probably only going to have about 12 pumpkins, maybe 16. The blocks are 12 inches and um, I'm really excited. There's a tall skinny pumpkin and I made that one white. There's a checkerboard pumpkin and the first one I made, I have this almost, um, sh looks like orange sherbet background. Because I thought the orange would be a cute background, but the orange pumpkin doesn't stand out quite enough. So I found a teal and I found a dusty teal gray and I found some pinks. I thought, wouldn't that be fun is to have maybe non-traditional pumpkins like white prints and um, I might even do, I have a black print with orange fleur-de-lis on it and just really mix it up to looking like more of a modern pumpkin color scheme, which is usually a mustardy gold, cream, teal, and a rosy color. So anyway, I'm thinking about doing a wild and crazy color scheme on that. I have two pumpkins made though. So, you know, if I get it, will I get it all done by Halloween and hang it up? Probably not, but that's okay. It's just, I have other quilts that I put on the door and I'll just keep rolling along with it. And then I want to load uh, a Christmas quilt that I made a couple Christmases ago. Um, and I haven't long armed in a couple months and I have no customer quilts. And it's just a couple quilts that my mom has sent up to the house and some of the ones in my stack. And really what I have more of is binding and I'll work on that this winter when I because I really want a machine bind to get them done but I need to learn how to do it and I need to be in the proper mindset to do that. So the last thing I made is more pumpkins but I crocheted them. So the first week I was home I was not feeling well and I just kept watching more YouTube video than cross stitch, let me tell you. And I, I had a suggested video from Erica Arndt pop up. And she did a, a wonderful like catch up. She is a very talented pattern writer. And she kind of her flair and style is similar to the Lori Holt look. And she's a very she's a professional YouTuber and designer. Well, she had a video on crocheting pumpkins. And I thought, oh, how cute. Now she used Wool Ease, which is a lion brand yarn, big chunky yarn. Oh, I've got crochet hooks. Believe me, I got many sizes. I've got knitting needles. I'm kind of a, yeah, I do lots of different crafts and have over the course of my life and have a wee bit of a stash. Now I don't have a yarn stash anymore. What I used it all up and what was tiny balls left I gave to my sister who has a little knitting machine and she makes all kinds of fun things with that. So I went as my big outing after I'd been home for 10 days straight with COVID and I was isolating myself and to be honest I was so sick I couldn't drive anywhere I couldn't walk I couldn't tolerate any activity. So on the 11th day, I was getting super restless and I wanted to go look for some more floss for the oranges on the Haunted Halloween. 
I wanted to drive my car because I haven't driven in now 10 or 11 days. And I wanted to start rehabbing my body because it felt so weak. And the weather was absolutely raining and terrible. So I couldn't like walk outside much. I had done several trips of walking up and down my driveway, walking to my garden to see what things were doing, walking, you know, several times a day, just getting outside, breathing some fresh air and walking in my driveway and staying away from the public. A little aside note, my husband never did test positive. He never got sick. So I was thrilled with that. So on the 11th day, I went to Walmart because I don't have a Hobby Lobby or any other store in town that carries yarn. Meyer has a tiny bit, but not much. So I went and they sure did have wool ease, but it was like $11 a ball. And I did not want to spend $33 getting the cream the teal and the, it's called mustard, but it's a bright gold like Erica used in her YouTube video. So I found um, a chunky yarn that was similar, doesn't have quite the body because Wool Ease is a little more stiffer yarn. And I got the Hometown by Burnett for $3.40 a piece. And I bought a cream, a yellow, and a teal. And I made a three-stack pumpkin tower like Erica did. And I put the creamy pumpkin on the bottom, the gold one in the middle, and the teal one on top. And I looked at how she finished it. And she had little burlap pieces tucked in beneath with little... Um, twine and some leaves, a silk flower leaves sticking out in between. I thought I have all that stuff. And I did not necessarily want to put a, I didn't have any cinnamon sticks and I didn't want to buy any, but I found a wooden knitting needle that had a knob, a wooden knob on the top that was uh, free knitting needles from Aldi. They're nothing fancy, but I use them to skewer my pumpkin tower together, stuff the little burlap piece and some of the little leaves in there. Oh, it looks pretty darn cute. And then I had enough yarn left over that I, because one skein for the bottom pumpkin that was bigger, that used all the cream. But I had teal and orange left and I made a two stack smaller pumpkin tower and I had a freebie wooden crochet hook and I stuck them together pretty proud of them <laughs> I'm gonna do a blog post about them on Monday and link the tutorial because you don't need to buy the pattern that she used she just showed you how to do it and crying out loud you don't need a pattern for these pumpkins and you can use a stick or a cinnamon stick for the stems if you want but I had these cute little knitting needles and a crochet hook that it were quite quite perfect and um, that is about all of the things that I have made um, I want to say I am feeling much much better and starting next week I'm going to my five-day work week, and I, I'm, I'm ready. I'll do a few half days at working from home. 
and have been building up some momentum. I even did a couple of senior citizen workouts on the YouTube channel called Yes to Next. I have to be very careful. I cannot do more than 10 minutes and I have to make sure I use my inhaler. I'm kind of like, feel like I've taken a relapse back. And I have, I have because I got COVID again and I got to build myself back up. So just a reminder, I want to tell you, I have long COVID and I have found there are a few things that I must, must, must do or I am wiped out and I cannot function for days. And one of that is pace myself, exercise when I can. Some days I can do three to 4,000 steps. Some days it's a thousand and be okay with it. Preserve the energy in the battery, even at work. I just have to be careful and I've asked for help when I needed it. But there's a couple of things I have done. Meditating has been extremely helpful, especially when you get put on medicine that make you feel wound up and jittery or if you can't sleep. The other thing I did was I, I found a chiropractor who does very, very gentle adjustments and he has a visualization and meditation program. He works with concussion sports um, injuries and that's his his specialty and this has been very helpful I listen to uh, brain tap which is what he has at the office and at home I use headspace and it's been super super helpful the other thing is I'm using all of the tools to help me not have to expend a lot of brain power because making lots of decisions is also difficult in everybody's life. We make too many decisions. We're bombarded with way too much information. But if you have any chronic illnesses or as we age, I can't be recreating the wheel every day. And I have found there's usually a free app for that. And if not, sometimes it's worth paying a low fee. Like the Trello. There's a free app and that's a workflow management thing. I use a free Fly Lady app on my phone. You can do note things. You can do all kinds of um, free photo editing and YouTube um, um, video edi editing, things like that. And I also decided since I couldn't go to the Grand Rapids Quilt Show that I was too sick. I wanted to do something special for myself to celebrate um, some time off and self-care. And I booked myself a half hour massage and I had it done yesterday at a salon spa locally. Wow. I was afraid that it, I wouldn't do well with it, that maybe it would be too painful um, it wasn't. It was fabulous. The relaxing part. And I could smell the scents of the oil, which I was happy about, which means my smell is coming back. Taste is coming back. Um, I would highly recommend booking a massage, even if it's, I just got a half hour. I don't think I could do a whole hour massage yet, you know, physically. Um, and find those things that are self-care even it's for five minutes a day you know I this was a special thing you know I, I booked for another month from now but maybe once a month it was really I've spent more money on craft supplies right than I did for a half hour massage 
And I think I am looking for more experiences and not things for my house. I got enough of that to purge. But it was a wonderful way to have a fabulously relaxing afternoon. And then I went to the chiropractor and did uh, the visualization and meditation, had a very small, tiny adjustment. It was great. Left me feeling good all rest of the day, all day. So what are some other things that you can do for self-care that don't cost you money? Well, I've got my favorite cup for my tea in the afternoon and my coffee in the morning. I have the music I like to pop in my earbuds and just take five minutes and drink some hot coffee and really or tea in the afternoon and just meditate and be mindful of the day and observing the weather. All my little trips of walking outside. You can do that for five minutes usually if the weather's good. Otherwise, I walk up and down the hall at work or I do a little brief workout at home. And I'm getting to a point where I'm going to, I'm trying to get in the gym a couple times a week. My garage has a gym in it. And even if I just do something for five minutes, light exercise, me time, and it's a very healthy thing, buying healthy food. Sometimes it's, it's fun to, to do quick and easy, healthy things like roasting broccoli or something or cauliflower. You know, all of these self-care things. I got my warm and fuzzy socks out, my wool socks. It was cold yesterday. And the other thing I wanted to end on is that I like to make my house all comfy cozy. It's hugis season. And that's the Scandinavian Danish word for comfy cozy. I got all of the warm fuzzy blankets out and my quilts and my wraps, and I know where my mittens are, and my hat for the cold weather, candles, and I got all of my fall decorations out. I changed the summer um, items on my tear tray, and my shelves, and I got all the fall seasonal things out the first of September. And I've been sitting and maybe in a little bit because the daylight hours are we're down to the weatherman said about 10 hours of sunlight where in July it was 15 and we'll be down to eight in October and less than that as we head into November. So I've been sitting in the dark with soft light, candlelight, electric light, you know, trying to just bask in the comfort I really like um, the idea of having a little cozy basket next to my chair, maybe a little handwork, maybe a little bit of lotion. That's really nice. It smells good. Having candles out, all the comfy, cozy things. And they don't have to cost anything because I generally have all of that kind of stuff in my house. And that is a wrap for this week's podcast. So just a quick recap. If you see these free summits out there, try them. I've learned so much over the last year taking free classes. And 
many people even have free classes as part of their sign up for the newsletter or a free pattern. Take advantage of it and then you can check out their content and see if you like it. And you don't have to commit. If you're in a free class, you can just watch it and before you commit to buying 20, 30, 40, $100 worth of supplies that you're not sure you're even going to use or like it. The other thing is I am working really hard to bust this stash. So I'm shopping my stash first, but filling in with new fabrics when I have to, to get the right colors and contrast. And free patterns are still available. People are very generous with their free content. And I would check out a few of the people that I mentioned and the Get Organized HQ. She has a lovely website and has a lot of features of the people who spoke this week. And they all have social media with lots of free content, free printables, free organizational tips and tricks that you can print out, schedules, all of that. And Trello, I've been working on it. It's got some great things like life goals, monthly goals, weekly goals. And it's nice to have that sometimes in an electronic form. So everybody, I want to say thank you for all of the well wishes as I've been getting over being sick. I want to say thank you to Gail and Barb and Diane with their virtual cups of coffee. And thanks to everybody who leaves comments and who checks out the blog. Um, I wrote a new article starting on Monday. This I'm calling it Make It Monday. And I'm going to be sharing things like pictures of the pumpkins where I got the tutorial and all about the things that I am making. And last week I did a post about a class that I did at Michael's and I showed my attempt at it's a watercolor and gel pen class using what I had on hand and uh, showed you the person who taught it her website her Instagram account was beautiful and I'm thinking about possibly doing a third post a week but I'm going to start with two I'm not going to get too crazy about it but posting a little bit more often on the website mycreativecorner3.com you can find all of the ways to support me there if you want to do a virtual cup of coffee if you would like to um, use my fat quarter shop affiliate link I want to say thank you to everybody who has been using that because I did get my um, little bit of um, money from everyone who used that affiliate link. It doesn't cost you anymore, but because you used that link and said, I sent you, I was able to get a very small commission on some of the sales. So if you're thinking about doing the fall cross stitch, the autumn ornaments, please use the link. It's super cute. And you can get a PDF downloadable or a paper pattern for this. It's so, so cute. So thanks everyone for all your love, all of your support and enjoy the fall season. I hope it's lovely where you're at and quilt on everyone. <music>